Welcome to the Business Launch Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. And listen, my friend, if you've ever set goals or resolutions for your business at the beginning of the year, only to kind of forget about them, like never actually (laughs) revisit that piece of paper that you wrote them on or that Google Doc or that Notion Doc, and it kind of just was a thing that you just did for the sake of doing, but then the rest of the year went about, life got in the way, and then you never actually achieved what you set out to achieve, You are not alone and this episode is for you because I'm going to walk you through an entire exercise from our Prosper Plan workshop in which you're going to be able to not just set goals and intentions for the year and for your business, but we're going to actually turn those into an actionable plan. Coming up. Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. What is up, familia? I hope you're having an amazing start to your year. And last week, if you catched that episode, we actually talked about how to position yourself um, in this new year, right? There's lots of challenges, lots of things happening, shifting markets, and there's still, though, a ton of opportunity. And if you're smart and strategic about how you set up your business for massive success, you focus on the things that matter, you can actually make this year your best year yet. I actually believe that. That's what I'm aiming for in our business. And I want to extend that encouragement over to you. But in order to do that, you need to get really clear on what it is that you even want to achieve in 2024. What is it that really, like, makes you excited about this year. And it's not enough to just write it down on paper and then kind of forget about it throughout the whole year. You need to actually have a plan. You need to turn your goals into some strategy. And again, if you haven't watched that episode that we released last week, make sure that you do, because it's one of the things that we talked about the most. Most people who do not have a plan end up failing at their goals. But more importantly, it's never been more uh, critical that you actually have a plan for this year. And so we're going to walk you through an exercise to do that. Now, around here, we are very, very, very specific about setting smart strategic goals that are clear that have specificity to them. And so oftentimes when I'm coaching inside of the business lounge or in our coaching programs, there's a lot of, um, you know, good intentions from our, some of our clients, but my challenge is always, Hey, how can we make this goal way more specific? So for example, oftentimes I'll hear things like, Hey, I want to increase my cash flow, or I need more leads, or I need to get more sales this year. And it's like, okay, that's awesome. I love, right. That you have an an idea of what you need to accomplish. However, you need to make sure that you are clarifying and specifying um, exactly how much you need to make, right? Exactly when do you need to achieve that goal by? And so, for example, instead of saying, hey, I, I want to make more money, you could say, I want to generate, you know, $10,000 a month on average by the end of the year. Or I want to increase my profits by 10%, 15%. You could also say, hey, I want to fill up my new coaching program by five seats, or I want to add a hundred new students 
in my next launch. That way you have an idea of exactly what it is that you wanna achieve and then you can reverse engineer that process to hit your goals. If you don't do that, if you just you know, set ambiguous goals, it's gonna be really challenging for you to actually break it down into things that you're gonna work on every single quarter and every single month and every single week and every single day. That's how you achieve results in your business. It's not just this ethereal kind of, you know, good intention behind the goal. It's let's actually turn it into a plan. And that's where that next step comes in, right? It's making sure that your goals are actionable, that you set milestones and that you're working towards that goal with a lot of clarity. So obviously, you know, if you set a really big stretch goal of maybe hitting your next six figures or getting to, you know, your first quarter million or your first half a million dollars or even more than that, right? You need to be able to break that down into milestones. And those milestones also need to be things that you work um, you know, in, in phases. So for example, you probably won't achieve a very big stretch goal like again, you know, doubling your revenue or hitting your first six figures if you don't actually break it down into, okay, so what do I need to do to hit that goal? Well, maybe my first step is getting a profit plan and figuring out how much do I need to sell from my offers in order to hit that specific goal. So maybe I'm at 50,000 this year and I want to double my revenue when it hits six figures. Well, I know if I'm a little bit aware of my numbers or if I've kept track of that, I know that I need to double my sales, right? Maybe that also means that there's going to be a little bit more expenses because I'm rendering more services or I'm hiring more people or I need more tools. So if that's the case, then I know that maybe I need to double my sales and then some, and you can go in and calculate your numbers and say, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and figure out how much are my expenses? How much do I need to sell? And if I know those numbers, then I can actually say, okay, so I know how much I need to sell. And in order to break that down even further, I'm going to need X amount of new leads. I'm going to need to maybe do an extra couple launches this year. Maybe I need to, you know, really hone in on a particular marketing strategy. And those are the different kind of milestones and action items that you start setting up to break your goal down into more actionable tasks and projects and initiatives that you can work on throughout the year. Now, it's also important that you don't just break this down into milestones, but you review them consistently. So reviewing your goals is one of those habits that just has to be built into your workflow. And for me, that was not something that comes like naturally to me at all. In fact, I failed at it so many times. <laughs> it's why I developed the Prosper Plan. I developed it for myself so I could keep myself accountable and actually have a system. Otherwise, guys, I just ended up like chasing a bunch of different ideas and a bunch of different opportunities. And then at the end of the year, I would always feel so deflated, so frustrated because I had set these goals and I completely forgotten about them. Or I had allowed distractions to come in and pull me away from the thing that I wanted to achieve. 
So having a a very good habit of reviewing your goals is so important. And what I recommend that you do is that you actually calendar in um, every single quarter, a quarterly review, that you also calendar in a monthly review, and that you calendar in a particular day in the week in which you're going to review your goals. Now, some people have different methodologies to this, right? And I encourage you to figure out what works for you. So you could have a daily habit of looking quickly at your goals every single day and then making sure that what you're working on that day or that week, there is at least one task that's pushing you towards that goal. Now, for me, that's a little bit much. So it works really well for me to review my goals every week and then come up with a plan every single month that meets those goals. I also have quarterly rocks. That's something we've developed um, inside of the Prosper Plan this year. It's new. And if you're part of the Business Lounge, you have access to the Prosper Plan. Check that out. I think it's section, I'm looking at it right now. I think it's section five. So yeah, breaking it down to quarterly rocks. Those are super, super helpful. And if you're not, you can actually get it at our shop. We sell both the template and the course separately. So I'll include the details below this video. So anyway, having that in your calendar for the whole year and setting up reminders for yourself, you know, putting it into your Google calendar, putting it into your Apple calendar, having a reminder inside of your project management tool, that is really helpful and will build structure around your business. I know sometimes as, you know, creatives and, you know, people who are a little bit, you know, I think online business owners, we're a little bit different where we love the lifestyle and that's wonderful. And I'm all here for it. But sometimes we carry too much stress for ourselves because we don't have enough structure because we have so much flexibility and so much freedom, which is the goal. And we want to keep that. But we have to balance it a little bit with some structure. And that structure actually gives you more freedom than you think. Um, At least for me, I was very resistant to creating structure because our first business was a local business. And at the peak of that business, we had 300 seasonal employees and it was chaotic and there was a lot of structure because we needed that structure in order to function and I felt very like closed in I don't know it was just a little bit too much structure for me because I tend to be a little bit more creative and I like to shoot you know kind of from the hip a little bit and um, I like flexibility. That was too much pressure. But then when I started this business, I gave myself way too much freedom and too much flexibility. And that actually stressed me the heck out because I didn't have a North Node or something that I could go back to and really review and figure out where, what am I building? Where am I going? You know, what is it that I want to accomplish? And so hence the Prosper Plan and hence having to set up systems in my business that allowed me to be accountable, to stay focused, to not just, you know, spend all my time and energy working on this one thing that wasn't generating the results that I needed it to in order to achieve the goal that I I had set out for myself. So I hope that that's giving you like some perspective for why this is so important. And now I want to like turn the computer around and kind of walk you through this exercise. So if you're listening on the podcast, do not worry. We're going to do this together. You're still going to understand exactly how to accomplish it. But if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to follow along here really easily. 
All right, so here we are in the big picture goals section of the Prosper Plan. Um, it is section number four in case you're looking at the outline. And then you're going to go right to section number four, your big picture goals. And so we're going to jump in and actually start thinking about what that first goal could look like for you. So I want to make sure that I'm giving you some examples so you understand how this could work. So number one, let's say, for example, that our first goal is going to be to launch our first virtual event, right? That's something that uh, we actually did in 2022. And so um, I remember this was top of mind for me at the time, and I knew that it was going to happen in quarter two. So I like attaching big picture goals to a particular quarter in which I'm going to either work on it or it's going to happen because that gives me an idea when I look at my quarters for the entire year of what I'm working towards and what's happening when. And so I know that's a big goal. It's something that we needed to accomplish. And if you notice here, we can always be more specific with it and actually say like when it's going to happen. Now at the time I didn't know. So I just said quarter two and that's perfectly fine. And the next thing you're going to ask yourself from there, once you lay out that big picture goal is what milestones do I need to accomplish this goal? Now it's really important to include some deadlines and this doesn't have to be ultra structured, especially a year like this year where there's a lot going on. You want to hold your deadlines you know, somewhat loosely because things can change. And so you want to be able to adapt and, you know, change and, and pivot as needed. But for me, that was really important. And so having that, um, you know, really clear is the next step. So I know it's going to happen in quarter two and we're going to launch our first virtual event and enroll 100 founding students. The revenue milestone of $200,000 is kind of where, where we're trying to kind of hit the, the, the revenue mark on. So the next thing is what are some of the action items or projects that I need to complete to hit my milestone? So I know that if I'm going to run a virtual event, I'm probably going to need to create an affiliate program. And so my first milestone or my first action item is to create that affiliate program, launch an affiliate program. Next is to go through a new training and figure out more virtual event technology and know that I have you know, a clear tech setup that I'm comfortable with. The next one is train and onboard new team members who will help with production and finally create an entire workshop to promote that virtual event. And so I have those four action items, but of course there's more here. So let's say that you had to also um, create a launch strategy and then write launch email copy, write new sales page, right? These are all different things that I know I'm gonna need in order to achieve that goal. And I just wanna write them down so I have an idea of what I'm gonna be working on to achieve that. Next is to set up a reward for yourself. And this is so important. Listen, I don't know if you've ever done this and you've set rewards for yourself and then completely <laughs> completely did not reward yourself when you hit the goal or milestone that's happened so many times to me for me and uh it just makes me frustrated so 
In addition to setting up a reward, it's always helpful to talk to somebody and let them know, listen, this is going to be my reward. Can you please hold me accountable to celebrating this milestone, to rewarding myself when I actually hit this milestone? Because if you're anything like me, you jump to the next thing immediately. You achieve the thing and you're excited and it's awesome. And then you're just like on a high and you want to just go for the next thing. I don't take enough time to celebrate and reward myself and it's something I'm really working on this year because I'm the worst at it. So in addition to a reward, super awesome to, you know, go ahead and put it in your calendar, like find someone who can hold you accountable to it so you actually get it done. So let's say that the reward for this is going to be um, a nice getaway with my girlfriends or a vacation for Chris and I. Um, Again, Depending on whether this is a revenue generating goal or not, the reward might be different. So that's important to know as well, at least for me it is. So let's say here a vacation with my girlfriends. Okay, perfect. So now we have our first big picture goal. We have broken it down into actionable steps. We've set a reward and then we move into big picture goal number two and so on and so forth. One of the things that's super important here is that you do not go just totally off track and try to create a ton of different goals. The rule I set for myself and for our students is five personal and professional goals, meaning combined if you want to like lose 10 pounds or uh, make sure that you're getting eight hours of sleep every night plus hit that next six figures and hire your first virtual assistant. These are all both personal and professional goals and I like to say no more than five. I know that sounds restrictive, but here's a little caveat and a rule. And this is something that Michael Hyatt um, has in, I think it's his book, Your Best Year Yet. But he says you can actually replace those goals once you hit them. So for example, if you lose the 10 pounds, you can definitely add another goal into your wish list for that year to replace the goal that you already hit. I find that I never do that. The five goals that I have for the year are more than enough. They're usually stretch goals that are large enough for me to keep very busy throughout the year, if not not hit a couple of them. But it's really helpful to just have five because then you can really focus and there's not all these different things that you're trying to accomplish. So I like to set three business goals, two personal goals, and that's my year. But of course, it's totally up to you. I think that whatever works for you and makes sense and allows you to be as productive and as efficient as you can is the way to go. So my friend, I hope that this little exercise was helpful. I hope that you have a better idea for how do you actually take your goals and turn them into an actionable plan. Do not miss next week's episode because we're going to talk about money and how do you actually reverse engineer your financial goals and your financial milestones. It's going to be a good one. And I hope that you tune in. Don't forget to like this video if you found a ton of value. And of course, we'd love to have you subscribe so you never miss another episode. If you're listening on the podcast, please make sure to share it with a business friend who might be starting a business or kind of in the trenches building his or her business that might benefit from this content. We totally thrive off of y'all's recommendations and it's how you support our podcast and our channel. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Don't forget that your God-given calling is important. It matters and we're rooting for you all the way. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Un beso. Bye for now.